0: Hello everyone, this is your host Keith and what I have now is what I call a Retro Extra. I want to feature a little introduction as I begin presenting 30-minute episodes of Lumen and Abner. This was a series that ran weekly for approximately two seasons and they went back to their standby 15-minute episode. So to help me out... I have acquired some copies of the jot down Journal, and so, without further ado, here is me reading some excerpts from some articles from those journals. Take it away, Keith. Come in. In this first regular episode of the Half Hour, Lemon Hour series, to borrow a little bit again from that Jot 'em Down Journal article of October 1998, they give a synopsis of the show, which I won't repeat because, hey, listen to it for yourself. That's what we're here for. They do a comment. Uh, it's a about having to move the store over a property line. And we find that uh, to move the store, Ben Withers recommends Mount Ida resident Clarence Zinkifus, whose first name is probably an inside joke, on Clarence Hartzell, who, of course, is the person who voices Ben Withers. Uh, The synopsis goes on to comment about a new voice is introduced in this new episode, that of Sister Simpson, who had never previously been portrayed on the 15-minute series. The NLAS archives contains numerous recordings of an unbelievable number of auditions, that were conducted for this role. Seemingly, any radio actress who thought she could do a rural dialect tested for the part during August and September. The coveted role finally went to one Vivian Laswell, who does not seem to have any other radio series to her credit. That she was a fairly... Inexperienced actress is proven out by her first scene in this episode, Ms. Lasswell proceeds to completely blow her lines, fumbling through her scene in a manner that is positively embarrassing to hear. Locke and Goff do their best to keep her on track, but one can imagine their blood pressure rising as they recall how many actresses they tested for this part, only to wind up with a victim of Mike Fright. Through the messy playing of the scene, Lem and Abner determine who really owns the lot, and and then the synopsis continues. Now, another interesting uh, bit that is included here is while hitchhiking, hitchhiking, to Maina, lemon meet a lemonade a friendly passing motorist who identifies himself as Wendell Niles, the local frigidaire representative for their district. This is, of course, the program's way of bringing in the integrated commercial, in the form made so famous by Harley Wilcox of Fibber McGee and Molly fame. And, of course, in each succeeding show, uh, Wendell will show up in whatever scene is going on and take a few moments to promote the sponsor's products. It's so, uh, enjoy the show, and uh, let me know what you think about these 30-minute shows. And as always, uh, check out the Lemon Abner Radio Show group on Facebook, and join in the active group of fans that are there.
1: Now, for some specifics on today's episode.
0: In this episode that aired October 10th, 1948, this is one of the few 30-minute shows that is based upon a storyline from the 15-minute days in this case, a March 1944 show, Lemon Abner become convinced that Cedric is a mind reader when he is able to tell them the contents of a grocery list that's lying on the floor. It is one of his own lists that he dropped the day before. Uh, the the storyline continues. The uh, radio show quiz show will uh, be airing. They take Cedric to uh, enter him to win the prize and oddly enough before too many minutes have passed Squire Skimp has signed on as Cedric's personal manager and there's more twists so enjoy the show but before we move on there is a crucial plot development that concerns the fact that Cedric is only six years old In as much as he was born on February 29th, that means he only has a birthday every four years. This intriguing concept goes all the way back to some of the Pine Ridge news issues that were offered to Harlick's Malted Milk back in the 1930s. It's also something that recently popped up uh, in the later 15-minute story shows right before these 30-minute shows kicked in. So that said, enjoy the show. All right, and before we do get on to this show, in case I have already said so, feel free to send me feedback on these shows. You can also look up the Lumen Abner Radio Fan Group that is on Facebook where you'll find an active group of Lemon Abner fans who would also probably love to hear your comments about these shows. So thanks. And now for the show.
2: Uh, Granny is Abner. I believe that's our ring.
3: Aww.
1: Frigidaire presents the new Lum and Abner show. Tonight, Frigidaire, a division of General Motors, brings you a brand new kind of visit for those old characters down in Pine Ridge. Featuring Clarence Hartzell as Ben Withers, the music of Felix Mills, and starring your old favorites, Lum and Abner. America's number one refrigerator is Frigidaire. Yes, any way you look at it, America's number one refrigerator is Frigidaire. Number one in popularity, for more Frigidaire refrigerators serve in more American homes than any other make. Number one in thrilling new advantages, as you can see for yourself at any Frigidaire dealers. And number one in dependability, for Frigidaire refrigerators are made only by General Motors. And this association of experience with experience, of skill with skill, is your guarantee of lasting satisfaction. So when it comes to a new refrigerator for your home, remember this. The first name you think of is the right one to buy. Frigidaire, America's number one refrigerator. Now, as we look in on the little community of Pine Ridge, we find Lum and Abner in their Jot'em Down store. Lum is consulting a mind-reading book. Listen. Abner, how can I ever learn to
2: read your mind if you keep acting like you ain't got one?
3: Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now...
2: Concentrate and shoot me a brainwave. Well,
4: what in the world do you want to learn how to be a mind reader for anyway?
2: Well, listen. You know, that radio program called Take It and Beat It has got a jackpot question so, so hard that nobody's been able to answer it for 16 months. Hmm. But if I can get on the show and read the mind of the fellow that's asking the question... I've got the answer and $21,000.
4: Dog as long you have got an
2: idea there. Why, sure I have. Now, help me learn this mind reading.
4: Yeah, all right. What you want me to do?
2: Well, close your eyes and imagine you're writing a number on a
4: blackboard. All right. I just hope you can read my handwriting, though. Uh, have you got one yet? Well, not quite. Oh, oh What are you rubbing the back of your head for? I'm erasing that first number I put down. Well, hurry up, Abner. Get a number. All right. I got one. Seven. Well, don't tell me what it is oh
2: now let's try again are you ready I'm ready uh, are you concentrating I'm concentrating 394
4: no <laughs> seven <laughs> yeah
2: let's try it once more
4: yes let's
2: have you got one yep seven
4: no <laughs> 394
2: <laughs> I don't understand this I-, I never had this trouble when I worked it on myself <laughs> I reckon my brain vibrates too much.
4: Rattle brain, huh?
3: <laughs> no,
4: the
2: book says you're supposed to make your mind a complete blank.
4: Well, if that's what it takes to be a mind reader, here comes the world's champion, Cedric Weehan. <laughs> <A>
3: little
2: <hearty. laughs>
3: Hey,
4: Cedric, stop right there. What number am I thinking of? Four. My dog, is that right? Did you hear that lump? Oh,
2: no, that was just a wild coincidence.
4: I bet it wasn't. Cedric, how come you to pick out that number? Four. Four.
2: You mean there's other numbers?
3: <laughs>
4: Doggy's mom, we might have a genius here.
2: Well, now, wait a minute. Let's try him on something harder. Now, here's an old grocer order on the floor. Uh, Cedric, tell us what's wrote on this paper without looking at
3: it. Yeah.
2: Uh, five pounds of potatoes, a bucket of lard, and a can of cool oil.
4: <laughs> All right, Doggy, Cedric, you done it.
2: Why, that's exactly right. Well, if that don't beat the bugs a fight.
4: Well, you're a genius, Cedric. A genius if I ever seen one.
3: <laughs>
2: Cedric, the radio show Take It and Beat It is going to broadcast from Little Rock this week. If I can get you on that show, will you go over there with me? Yeah,
4: we can split $21,000.
2: Well, sure, I'd love to be on a show. I'll go home and get my bird whistle right now.
4: Well, we don't want you to play a bird whistle on this show. Well, why don't you tell me what you want me to do then? What do you think I am, a mind reader? <laughs> Insure Cedric's head? What do you want to do that for,
2: Lum? Well, Squire, I don't want to tell you right now. I I just want to get some kind of a policy that'll insure Cedric again learning anything. Got to keep his mind a complete blank.
4: This is the safest policy I ever wrote right here. Uh, What you want's a blank policy, Lum? I've got one here on my desk somewhere, I know. Yeah, come over here, Cedric. You'll more than likely have to sign something. Yes, Mom. By the way, Lum, here's a letter. I think we ought to do something about it from old J.J. Leeds. Now, he writes, Dear friend, Squire Skimp, I hate to bring this up, but, uh, my handwriting's kind of bad here. I think it says... Uh... But I need some cash bad. Yes, that's right. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Cedric, how do you know what's in this letter? You can't see it. Cedric, cut that out. Say, this boy might be a mind reader. Uh, Cedric, can you tell me anything else the letter says? Oh, sure, says we had a lot of sickness lately, and business is bad. <laughs> well, by George, this is amazing. So that's why you wanted him insured, huh?
2: Well, yeah, might as well admit to it, Squire.
4: Well, here, we'd better get the policy sign. Uh, Cedric, uh, put your name down on this line right here. Yes, Mom. Uh... Oh, yeah, Cedric, will you, I uh, couldn't think of my name.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I-, I know it just as well as to do my own name. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's fine,
4: Cedric. Oh well, what do you know? Well, this is a joke on me. Instead of giving Cedric an insurance application, I uh, absent-mindedly had him sign a personal manager's contract. Well, you done what? It looks like I've got exclusive rights to the greatest mind reader in the whole country.
2: Abner, this is terrible. We lose Cedric to that varmint squire skimp, and now we get this telegram telling us to have Cedric in Little Rock tomorrow afternoon for that quiz show. Oh, my goodness, look who's coming in.
4: Uh, well, howdy, Ben Withers. Just fine, thank
2: you. Look, Ben, <laughs> I, I hate to rush you out of here, but we got to figure out how to break Cedric's contract, so. Well, you...
5: certainly. I'll be glad to help you, Lum. What you want is a good lawyer. And the man to get is Russell Altmeyer.
2: Now, listen here, You've ben. heard me
5: mention George Bernbalt, haven't you, Abner? No, I don't believe I have. Well, Russell Altmeyer is George Bernbalt's cousin-in-law by marriage. Well, <laughs> Evelyn married Ed Hausman. We don't care who was married to who. Neither did Ed. That's the reason they broke up. <laughs> So then Evelyn married the youngest Burnball boy whose Uncle Cecil married Pauline Hag. Spelled gi A D. I don't care how it spelled. So you see, Uncle Cecil's mother was an Altmaier. Yes. His mother in law was a Hag.
3: <laughs>
2: then I hate to have to throw you out of here.
5: Right. But... You want me to get a hold of Attorney Altmaier for you? No, we don't. I'm sure he could take your case because he hasn't practiced much since the Webley case. No doubt you've heard about that. No, I don't believe I have.
2: Abner, don't encourage him.
5: Honest Ike Webley was accused of stealing a 1922 Buick. Who was? Yes. Nice (laughs) weather. Honest Ike was accused of stealing this car... And Russell Altmaier took his case and proved him innocent. Well, good for Russell. Then it turned out that <laughs> Honest Ike didn't have the money to pay Russell, so he gave him his car, a
3: 1922 Buick. <laughs> well, that was nice
5: of him. Well, I've got to run along now, but I'll get in touch with Russell for you, love. No, no, don't do that, Ben.
3: bye
4: Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Let's see, where was we at now? Oh yeah, dad blame that squire skin.
4: Yeah, are taking advantage of a six-year-old boy like Cedric.
2: Six? Well, that big Lummox is twenty-four if he's a day.
4: Yeah, but Lum's birthday's on February the twenty ninth, leap year. So he just has one every four years.
2: Right, Granny's wait a minute. You give me an idea there. Cedric's a minor. When did he take that up? <laughs> he's underage. That contract he signed ain't legal. You watch the store, Abner. I've got a little business with Squire Skimp.
4: Uh, You see, Cedric, you'll be the headliner of this portable tour I'm planning, but first I've got to find some other acts to go along with, you know. Build a big show around you. Yes, Bob. Now, uh, here's an act that's at this liberty right here. Cato and his seven singing coyotes.
3: <laughs>
4: Big crowd getter, features patriotic songs. Sounds lovely. Uh, here's another one. Lady Minerva, the mermaid. Only mermaid to be shot from a cannon. What a oh, tweet, huh? <laughs> Lands in only two feet of water and comes up with the American flag on her dorsal fin. LAUGHTER I put up the flag at school. Oh now here come here. A sensational act. Sensational seal act. Hot Lips Homer. <laughs> the Henry Bussey, the SEALs. <laughs> Plays five different tunes, all popular. Only seal that can triple tongue.
3: <laughs> can set in with the
4: band when not performing. <laughs> Has tucks, will travel.
2: Uh, say, Mr. Squire. Uh, yeah. In this show we're going to put on, uh, ju- just what is it I'm supposed to do?
4: Well, uh, a mind-reading act. Mom? Uh, you know that uh, business where... Uh, uh, Cedric... You can read minds, can't you? Oh, uh, I don't think so. Why? Oh my stars, alive! Here, Cedric, if you can't read minds, how did you know what was in that letter I got from J.J. Leeds? Oh, Papa got one just like it, and I read his.
3: <laughs> Great
4: balls of fire! Wait a minute, though. didn't you mind read a grocery order to jot them down store? Oh, that was the list I lost there the day
2: before. Mama always has me memorize them in case I lose them.
3: Oh. <laughs>
4: Cedric, my boy, before I throw you out of here, will you give me a good swift kick? I swear I never heard it. Squire. Oh, well, come in, Lum. All right, Squire, I've got you right where I want you.
2: You too? Yeah, in case you don't know it, Squire, Cedric's just a six-year-old minor, so that contract he signed
4: ain't legal. Well, yes, that may be true, Lum, but see, I also have a bona fide uh, verbal contract. huh Now, you can't sign a verbal contract, Lum. So that makes it entirely legal and binding. Well, now, just. Now, to... However, Lom, if you're that anxious to get Cedric, I'll be more than happy to send you this uh, verbal contract for $500. All right, uh, Grannies, it's a deal. It certainly is, Lom. It certainly is. <laughs>
2: Come in, Mr. Niles. How's the old Frigidaire representative?
4: Well, fine. Uh, how are you fellas today? I know, because you just catched us in time. We we're just fixing to take the bus to Little Rock.
1: Little Rock? Well, I'm on my way to Little Rock myself. Why don't you just ride with me? Uh, will there be room for all of us? Sure. Almost as much room in that car as there is in a new Frigidaire. Oh, there you go,
2: one. You can find more ways to bring up that subject. Uh,
4: I believe that was our ring, Long.
2: Yeah, I'll get it. Hello. John, I'm down store, Lum talking. Come on. Well, no, just a minute, Ms. Dillbeck. Mr. Niles, the Frigidaire representative, is here right now. I'll get him to answer your question. Mr. Niles, would you like to talk to this lady on the party
1: line? Sure, I'd be glad to. Hello. Why, certainly. Of course, why, in Frigidaire refrigerators, you can keep anything that needs refrigerating. You see, you have the right kind of cold for everything. Freezing cold for frozen foods, moist cold for storing foods uncovered, super moist cold for fruits and vegetables, Normal cold for bottled goods. But the important thing about cold is... Just a moment, please. Say, Lum, I can hear phone receivers clicking all up and down the line. What's going on? Oh, nothing. You're on the party line. They're just listening in. Go ahead and tell a whole bunch about it. Oh. Well, folks, the important thing about cold in a refrigerator is that you always have plenty of it when you need it and at low cost. That's why it's so important to choose a Frigidaire refrigerator. For Frigidaire, and only Frigidaire, has the metermeister. The simplest cold maker ever built. The meter miser is the heart of Frigidaire, the powerful heart that keeps pumping cold every hour of the day, year after year. Yes, the meter miser is so powerful, it can keep even the biggest Frigidaire refrigerators filled with cold, even in the hottest weather. Yet the meter miser is so economical, it cuts current costs to the bone. No wonder Frigidaire with a meter miser is America's number one refrigerator. Well, thank you for calling. My grannies, Mr. Niles, they
2: ought to call you old meter Miser.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bound you, if a body could peek inside that head of yours, all he'd find is a ice cube.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> grannies, I wish you'd hurry up and get time for that quiz show. I'm anxious to get that money. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting on easy sitting here in this hotel room.
4: Yeah, uh, Cedric, maybe you better lay down and take a nap. Don't forget you ain't but six-year-old.
2: Yes, Ma'am. Reckon or to shave first? You Abner, I... I was just thinking how mad old Squire Skimp's going to be when he finds out we're going to make $21,000 off of that $500 contract.
5: <laughs> Hello, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll be. I bet he'll be might and I, as mad as he was when he found out I couldn't read mine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's service. Huh? <laughs> What did you say, Cedric? <laughs> See,
2: somehow Mr. Squire got the crazy idea that I was a mind reader and...
4: Oh, my goodness, alive, this is terrible.
2: Cedric, you mean... Oh, no, no.
4: <laughs> well, hold on here now. How come you was able to do all them stunts then, Cedric?
2: Oh, my goodness, I'll bet that's the fella from the radio show. Huh? Hurry up, get Cedric into the bedroom till we figure out what to do.
4: Yeah, uh, come on, Cedric, hurry up, get on out of here. Come, on. Yeah, come in.
5: Well, there you are, Lum Well, for pity's sake, Ben Withers How'd you get clean to Little Rock? Fine I finally located attorney Russell Altmyer Oh, for goodness sake In fact, he's here with me But he says you'd better not depend on him Huh? He's been disbarred again For driving a stolen 1922 Buick I'll see you later, Lum Russell's waiting
2: for me Grannies, I hope they get on the elevator After it's left. (laughs) All right, Abner, bring our genius out here and let's try to figure...
6: No, no, wait, 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 leave him there. Come in.
4: Well, well. Well, how are
6: you Mr. Edwards? Well, I'm Everything okay here. I'm Eddie Cobb, the old quiz and quick master in the flesh.
3: <laughs>
6: ah, well, is Mr. Wee Hunt all set to go on a little old show and walk off with a little old jackpot? <laughs> well, Mr. Cobb, to be right honest,
2: I don't believe Mr. Wee Hunt's going to be able to go on your program. But we're depending on him. I can't help it. He, he's just too nervous and high-strung. After all, he ain't he
6: ain't but 6 year old. Oh, yes, I know all 6 just a baby Why, this is wonderful Sensational Oh, what a novelty Just what the show needs Say, hey, uh, has the little tyke started the kindergarten yet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah He's in the third reader Oh, a oh, baby And he's already in the third grade Why, he must be a mental giant Well, yeah. now, here's what we'll do We'll put him on as a special guest and call some college professor out of the audience to come up and ask him some good, hard questions. But, Mr. Oh, boy, this is sensational! Well, see you and the little tot at the broadcast. So long!
4: <laughs> Abner?
2: Abner, did you hear any of that?
4: Every single miserable word of it. Oh, me. Oh, my.
2: Wait a minute. Do you think you could go out and buy Encyclopedia and a large pair of Rompers?
3: uh
4: I
2: think I'm getting a idea. uh Uh-oh. We're going to make Cedric memorize the answers to the questions that college professor out of the audience is going to ask
4: him. Yeah, but how we know what questions he's going to ask.
2: Because you're going to be the college professor.
4: Me? From
2: Harvard University. (laughs) Cedric, pull up your romper leg and pay attention to that. The radio show's already on the air, and they'll be coming to get you any minute now. Yeah, now listen, Cedric. Boulder Dam is 727 feet high.
4: Cedric, we ain't working on that now. Who invented the hydraulics turbine?
0: Oh, uh, why, uh. Lump,
4: this ain't gonna work. All oh, Cedric said for the last two hours is oh why. Why do you keep saying that, Cedric?
2: Oh boy. Uh.
4: See there, Lom. We better just give this up. Hey, hurry. I'm for baby Cedric. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. We'll be right there.
2: Now come on, let's go. Get out in the audience, Adner. And Cedric, pull up your rompers. <laughs>
6: Thank you, Mrs. T.J. Bibberson of 224 Fontanelle Street, South Oak Grove, Arkansas. Well, Harry, what's Mrs. Bibberson's score? Got it
4: right here, Eddie. Well, let's have it, Harry. All right, Eddie. Mrs. T.J. Bibberson of 224 Fontanelle Street missed only five out of her five questions. Well, T.J. <laughs> Bibberson,
6: that wins for you a case of Doctor Sampson's new improved false teeth cement. <laughs> right to compete for the big jackpot question, so don't go away, Mrs. Bibberson. And now, Eddie. Yes, Harry. Now for your special guest, Eddie. Right, Eddie. I mean, Harry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Take It and Beat It is proud to present the outstanding quiz kitty of them all, tiny six-year-old baby Cedric. Bring him on! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute! Not you. Get out of here. Where's the baby? I'm him. <laughs> you? Aren't you a little large? Oh, uh, not from my height, no. Uh, me? <clears throat> uh, Cedric, I understand you're in the third grade already. <laughs> Is that true? Oh, uh, why?
2: Uh, uh yes, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. uh, Are you a pretty outstanding student there? Yes, Mom,
2: I'm the only boy in the third reader with a uh, social security card. Uh,
3: um,
6: ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try something new tonight. We're going to get some brilliant person to come up out of our audience and try to stump this little monster, a uh, wizard.
3: <laughs> now
6: then,
5: is there a I have a lawyer in the balcony? <laughs> hey, <Uncle Altmaier. laughs>
6: I uh, wonder if there isn't a, a college professor in the audience.
4: Yes, sir. I'm a college professor. Harvard, J.C. <laughs> well,
5: fine, fine. Uh,
6: come right up here, professor. That stuff. Watch the steps now when you're coming up on yes, the stage. Yes. That's the idea. Now, come right over here to the microphone, please. That's it, professor. Now, uh, could we have your name, please? Professor Peabody. Ph.D. R.F.D. <laughs> Harvard, you say, huh? And uh, what do you teach there?
4: Oh, spelling, numbers, deportment, uh, geography, stuff like that. Uh, uh, uh.
6: Uh, oh, professor, uh, I want you to meet our guest, baby Cedric. Uh, you've never seen this boy before, have you?
4: Never in my whole life.
6: <laughs> Hello, Mr. Abner.
3: <laughs>
6: oh! Professor, uh, we're going to turn Baby Cedric over to you now. Try and stump him.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, Baby Cedric, how high...
6: Boulder Dam is 727 feet <laughs>
4: high. Is Boulder Dam. <laughs> I, I done answered that and... Don't go so fast. Uh who invented JB Francis <laughs> The hydraulic turbine see uh that's a harden, ain't it? Oh why, uh you done got it, Cedric.
3: <laughs>
4: now don't ask answer till after I give you the question. What year will Haley's Comet return?
2: Can I answer now? Sure. The kangaroo.
4: Right. Now, uh, name an animal that carries this young in a pouch.
2: Sweet Rosie O'Grady.
4: Right. <laughs> song in which... Uh, wait a minute, Cedric. I don't know, but I believe we're a little mixed up here. <laughs> yeah, we better get out of here. Come on, Cedric. Boulder Dam is 700... Come and... on out of here. <laughs> no, 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 no!
6: wait, wait, wait. Don't run away. Don't run away. We want baby Cedric to compete in the big jackpot question.
4: Yeah, well, uh, we can't keep baby Cedric up no longer. It's, it's past his bedtime right now.
6: Oh, no, ladies and gentlemen, this is the big moment we've all been waiting for. As you know, the jackpot has built up to... Twenty-one thousand dollars in cash, plus a one-year subscription to Modern Priscilla,
3: <laughs> an all-expense
6: trip for three to romantic Minot, North Dakota, a complete set of Morocco-bound pictures of the Vice Presidents of the United States,
3: <laughs> an
6: all-expense trip for three back from Minot, North Dakota, <laughs> and a glass-bottom
4: canoe. And now...
6: Come on, Cedric, just get out of here. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to ask Mrs. Bibberson of 224 Fontanelle Street the big jackpot question. Mrs. Bibberson?
3: Who? You. I'm a housewife. You
6: told us that, Mrs. Bibberson.
3: Who? You. I'm a housewife. Oh, you're a great
6: sport, Mrs. Bibberson, not a great sport. Now, listen closely. A native citizen of the United States of America is in his hometown. He can walk less than a hundred miles in any direction and hit salt water. Where is he? Salt Lake City. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Bimerson. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give that lady another case of Dr. Sampson's new improved false teeth cement. It's
5: Salt Lake City. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. What have you got against Salt Lake City? <laughs>
6: And uh, now we'll ask our guest contestant, Baby Cedric Are you ready, Baby? Mom A native citizen of the United States of America is in his hometown He can walk less than a hundred miles in any direction and hit salt water Where is he? Oh, why, uh... Would you repeat that? (laughs) I said it Oh, why, uh... That is absolutely correct! <laughs> A liar!
1: Abner will be back in just a moment, but first, here is an important question. Would you like to have all this in an electric range? An oven so automatic that it can cook a meal all by itself while you're away from home? A deep well cooker that can cook at high speed for as long as 20 minutes, then automatically shift to simmer heat? Surface units that are fast, economical, easy to keep clean? Then see your Frigidaire dealer tomorrow. Ask about the wonderful. Frigidaire Electric Ranges Well,
2: here's the figures on our winnings <laughs> After deducting the taxes all we owe the government is three dollars apiece.
3: <laughs> but
2: if we can sell the glass bottom canoe we ought to break even
4: Yeah But it's been a good experience Cedric Ain't you learned something from it?
2: <laughs> yes, Mom. Boulder Dam is seven hundred and twenty.
3: feet <laughs>
1: show is brought to you each week by the Frigidaire Division of General Motors. Manufacturers of a complete line of home appliances, air conditioners, and refrigeration equipment for American business. The script is written by Roz Rogers and Betty Boyle. The music by Felix Mills and his orchestra. So until next Sunday night, same time, same station, this is Wendell Niles saying good night for Frigidaire. America's number one refrigerator. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.